Happy New Year! It's such an amazing thing to be alive this year. I'm so grateful. I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful that you are alive, that I am alive. Thank God for, uh, you know, even though the year 2021 was so chaotic, but we all survived it, right? So it's a good thing to start the year with some checklist, some to-do list of how we can stay healthy. My name is Ola Nkaremu, and I welcome you to the Age Well Healthcare series with Noskoshola. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you some 10 top tips on how we can stay healthy in the year 2022. So if you are in your 60s or older, or you have somebody all in this category, they are looking after either, either as your parents or loved one, then this will be very important to you. So grab a seat, grab your earpiece or sit right and just listen to what I have to share with you. If we if we live healthily, you know, it is important that in years to come, we will have stories to tell, uh, you know, about how we lived healthy. We'll be able to thrive well. We'll be able to, you know, live a longer year. So, stay with me today. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be sharing 10 tips. Yeah, minimum of 10 tips on how we can live our lives uh, as all the people in the year 2022. I know the people, a lot of people make the New Year resolutions, but this is, this, I'm not talking about New Year resolutions this time. I'm just talking about ways and things we need to put in place, put in your, you know, your to-do list for the year. The first thing I'm going to talk about today is vaccination. Yes, you know, with the COVID and all that, the upsurge, the pandemic, you know, the way it's coming, all the new variants, it is very important that you uh, make sure that your older person are fully vaccinated. So be fully vaccinated against COVID-19, which will also include a booster. So if you're an older person or you have an older person as a parent or loved one, please make sure that they get the appropriate vaccination and including the booster. There's no question about this. So COVID is very risky for older adults. We know this already. And the vaccines do reduce that risk by a lot. The vaccines also work better when boosters are used. So generally it is recommended that the mRNA vaccine and a booster for older adults very very efficient moderna has been a more efficient vaccine than pfizer uh even its higher dose which which is more likely to be effective in aging immune system so it is recommended that mod- this is okay either way even if anyone that is available let us ensure that our older adults get vaccinated as of December 2020, you know, the breakthrough COVID infections due to Omicron have become quite common. And this has actually led some people to think that the vaccines don't work, but nothing could be further from the truth. Even with the boosters, the vaccines have continued to provide good protection against being hospitalized for COVID, even in people who are very old. I work in the hospital. I'm a nurse. Uh, I've worked in the front line. I've, I've actually worked in isolations. That means nursing COVID patients. And of a fact is that majority, 80, 85, even 90 percent of the people that come down getting sicker or sickler are those that are not vaccinated. 
So it is important that we get vaccination. So that should be on your top list for the year 2022. Now, the second thing I'm going to be talking about is about exercise. Now, for older people, we know that they have poor leg strength and balance. And these are very common cause of falls in older adults. So, it is important that you work on maintaining the strength, your leg strength and balance. Why? How can you do this? Working to maintain this is especially important for those older adults who have either fallen over the past year or they feel afraid of falling. It is best that you do this with a professional, uh, but you can also do some try-at-home techniques, especially if another person is there to lend a hand. For instance, if you seem low on strength or you have poor balance, it is important that you talk to your doctor or therapist about about that. They can help you with some uh, strategies on how you can reduce fall okay, at home. There are other things I can recommend. I'm going to put it in the content uh, on how you can maintain mobility and prevent falls and aging. There will be another episode where we can talk about this. I'm expecting to invite experts on this. So most importantly is that you as older people or if you're looking after an older person, make sure that they are maintaining balance they are maintaining uh, their mobility and they have enough strength and if they don't have enough leg strength please refer them appropriately the third thing i'm going to talk about is walking walking can be an easy way for other adults to stay active so it's also a form of exercise that can be easily combined with socializing so I tell my mom every every time that I get a chance to talk to her that, mom, you need to walk. It is different from you going to shop. It's also part of it. She has a shop that she goes and all that. But I also tell her to be intentional about the physical exercise. Take a walk, 15 minutes, 20 minutes down the street. It is very important. It's a form of exercise. You you can walk with a friend you can visit a friend you can walk in the neighborhood as other people it is very important once the the, you are able to figure out you know your plan you make a plan for this you can increase your working by at least a bit every time research has shown that walking at least six thousand steps a day uh, are associated with less arthritis so we don't want our older people, even those that have arthritis, you know, just encourage them to walk. You can benefit even more from exercise by making sure that you regularly engage in, you know, four types of exercises, which has been recommended for older adults. That's the strength exercise, endurance exercise, balance exercise, and flexibility. If you need more details about these and how to show, you know, you can always send me a message and I will, you know, send you some more information. The number four thing I'm going to be talking about is to protect your brain. Now, as older people, we know that aging, age, there's decline in cognition that could set in as we age. But proper attention to medications is one of the top three actions. This has been recommended by the National Academies of Medicine to protect cognitive health while aging. 
uh, among medications, there are so many medications that affect our brain. So it is important that we protect our brain. Be mindful of the medications you take. Most medications that are bad for the brain are also bad for balance. So there is a double benefit in spotting and minimizing these drugs. Be mindful of the kind of drugs that you take. You know, avoid unnecessary over-the-counter medications that could affect your brain function and affect your balance. All right. So, uh, again, for our older people, please and please let us be mindful of the kind of medications they take. Now, the fifth checklist, the fifth tip I want to talk about as checklist for the year is still about medication. Is I'm, I'm trying to call this the prescribed, if possible. Now, most of our older people are either on one medication or the other. Or those that are not officially or medically on any prescribed medications, they take some over-the-counter. Now, it is very important that we review all medications and identify those that may be potentially inappropriate or unnecessary. So according to the Center Disease Control, uh, it said every year, 177,000 older adults visit the emergency room due to medication problems. You know, research has also found out that inappropriate prescribing of drugs is very common. So even though geriatricians especially worried, you know, they worry about medications that affect the brain and balance, older adults are also often harmed especially by blood thinners, medications for blood pressure, insulin, and other medications that lower the blood sugar. And I've talked about this in the previous uh, months about uh, some painkillers, especially ibuprofen and naproxen. So to avoid risk, uh, excess risks or harm for medication, it's best to periodically review the purpose and dosing of all medications. So let us check this with a doctor, check with your pharmacist, make sure that you are not overdosing on medications or you are not taking unnecessary medications. So please, de-prescribe. The sixth uh, tip I'm going to be sharing today is about personal medical record. Now, uh, I tell my mom most of the time, I'm sorry I'm using my mom because but she's just the other person uh, closest to me now. Each time she goes to the hospital for any visit, I make sure that I tell her, make sure you call me. Uh, make sure that the doctor writes down details of whatever consultation that went on there. I want to know. I want to keep a record. So it's not like I'm trying to prognose. Or, you know, I just want to have proper information, documentation for our use in the future you know so a personal health record is a way for you to keep your own copies of your own essential health information if you don't have a record of your you know medication of your medical history sometimes if you need help medical help it might be difficult to trace you know to be able to see what exactly is happening so medical record helps you know to aid uh quicker treatment you know faster intervention so to say so this can be done with a paper file folder at home or keep digital copies if you can 
you know if you are an older person if you don't have the capacity you can tell somebody you know to help you with this so all your health information which often comes from various doctors my mom has like three doctors and i said why do you have so many doctors why can't you just have one but then she goes to anyone that is readily available when she needs you know so it is important that all these documentations are together it should be kept in a single location that it can control so this can be accessible uh in another episode or series we'll be talking about maintaining personal records uh for older people so personal age records makes it much easier for an older adult you know to quickly get the right care in event of any emergency or maybe we need a second opinion or a change in doctors that is about that the seventh tip i want to share today is about uh checkups especially if you are on medications for high blood pressure you need to get own blood pressure monitor if you are on medications that lower the blood sugar you need to get uh, your own blood sugar monitor make sure that you're checking yourself I was telling uh, my in-law my, my father in-law yesterday that when was the last time you went for a medical checkup you know and she said oh it's been a, it's been a while said, I'm, I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine but the point is not that you are not fine you are fine we want to prevent you from being unfine you know or from anything you know complications or anything that could arise we want to be able to it's called prophylactic so a preventive measure so to say uh so if you haven't already gotten into the habit of checking out yourself as an older person or you you your loved one has not been going for regular medical checkup periodic let me call it periodic medical checkup six monthly yearly every two years depending on you know the pre-existing conditions that may have they may have you know please make it an habit this year the eighth point that I want to share, uh, I hope I will run this up quickly, is the issue about advanced planning for healthcare. This is really concerning for me, especially in Africa, like in Africa perspective. Advanced care planning has not actually been taken so serious. Because if you tell somebody that why plan for your end of life, they, they tell you that, are you trying, are you wishing me death or do you wish that i die and they start looking at you like you're very negative you know but this is not about that advanced care planning is a process of planning ahead to ensure that you get the right medical care in the event of a serious medical problem or life-threatening illnesses so because sometimes serious illnesses often leave people especially older people at least temporarily unable to tell doctor what they want when you are sick at that point you may not be able to express yourself so that is what advanced care planning you are able to plan ahead if i get sick this is what i want this is how i want things to be done this is how i want to be taken care of so at that point if you're sick and you don't have an advanced care planning you know it is important for everyone for you to designate they're what they call a durable power of Antony for earth care. There'll be another series where we talk more about this. So 
This is the person whom you would trust to make medical decisions on your behalf. It could be your next of kin, it could be somebody closer to you, but this needs to be stated, you know. Uh, so I, I, I want us to start thinking about this, especially for my African um, people. It can be dangerous, you know, not to have an advanced care planning because by that time you don't have a say, especially if maybe you become unconscious or something happened. So, and most of the time, healthcare professionals, we, we, we want to provide a person-centered care. So we need you to be involved in your care, even if you are unable at that time. So to help you address and review advanced planning for healthcare, I would recommend that, you know, if you are interested in this, you can send me an email. We can talk about this later and, you know, just send me a, uh, you can book for a consult if you want to plan one for your older person as well. Now, the nice thing I'm going to be talking about as a checklist for the year 2022 for older adults is about finances it's also something about advanced planning for finances for instance if you were injured or sick and couldn't manage your finances who would do this on your behalf who would and i'm going to come back to my mom again lately i started having this conversation with her and i tell her that mom i know you are capable i know you're independent but can you let me or any of my siblings know once anytime you want to involve in a financial um whatever with anybody you know any financial exchange my mom will be 70 this year and she's still well able she still walks she still go to a shop every day you know trying to tell her to take it slow but she just won she's a very very active person but then sometimes you know we know that as aging uh set in some sometimes the decision making and not that could be affected okay so it's just very important that that somebody else that knows about their finance this is actually to you know to avoid any issues of financial abuse so who can manage if you are not there if you're not able will be able to manage your finance on your behalf so these are part of the advanced planning that need to be put in place by other people many people assume a spouse or a family member will be able to take over but this is often not possible you know sometimes when you are sick especially sometimes the the medical practitioners might be asking for a durable power of Anthony. i think i've mentioned this before so furthermore, many older, older, older adults eventually experience some age-associated declines in financial abilities, and this can make them vulnerable to financial losses or even exploitation by others. You don't want your older one, you know, to get exploited unnecessarily. So it is important that we pull this uh, planning in place ahead. Now, the last thing, uh, but before the last thing I was talking about advanced care planning, if you need um, help with this planning again, you can send me an email and I can send you a template and we can, you know, maybe have some experts involved and go, go around this. Now, the last thing I'm going to talk about, which is the 10th 
uh, tip for the year for older people is socialization. Now, I know it's COVID and we're trying to say, oh, uh, self-isolate, don't socialize. Now, I'm talking about safely socialize. So it is important that as older people, that uh, we increase, you know, try as much as possible to to relate to others. Research has confirmed that many already knew, you know, relationships and contributes to the world are key to maintaining well-being while aging. <laughs> Somebody like my mom, if they tell her not to socialize, like you want to kill her tomorrow. So it is important to that we encourage our other ones to socialize. Um, it's very important to keep engaging in activities that feel nourishing to one soul. Sometimes, you know, this might involve other people, but there might also be things you do just for your own engagement and pleasure. So I, I, I tell, I like I told my mom, maybe you need to start some volunteering stuff in the church, get engaged in the church, you know, or help other older people and things like that. So it is very important. So this year, rounding up now, uh, it is important that we we take stock of of all these things that we've mentioned. And it's good to consider ways to contribute. Uh, you know, volunteering can be an excellent way to connect while you're also bringing purpose to one's life. Uh, take some time to think about all these activities as an older person or if you have your caregiver or you have somebody you're looking after as well. Um, I really, I, I really, really wish I could reach out more but if you have any question whatsoever, uh, you know, about anything I've mentioned, please feel free to send me a message, send me an email. You can send an email to admin at noscoshola.com and you can reach me as well via LinkedIn or any of my social media handles, Instagram, Twitter, or so. I will try as much as possible to make this available on all my platforms but bear with me about the time once again my name is Olain Karemu I am your host of the Age Well Healthcare series if you like to participate in any of my series you have a topic in mind that might benefit my viewers especially the older people please feel free to you know send me a message or send me an email Happy New Year and I wish that we have an amazing year. Best wishes for the coming year. Thank you.